0: on the caffeine talk it's like yeah uh tea seems like a much the classiest way to consume caffeine but uh, like somehow like I think cigarettes give you that same like energy, like all right, I just smoked a cigarette. Now it's time to work, or you know, like do something. That was my break, and now I need to get back into it. So I don't know what that is. That's obviously not caffeine, but nicotine as a, its own substance, without all the other bullshit that cigarettes have. Like nicotine energizes you to a degree. You it can also say, oh, makes it, makes it you
1: helps it makes, it makes you focus a lot more.
0: But it's like, it doesn't, it's probably all psychological game. But caffeine literally lifts your mood and makes you feel more alive and ready to, you know, do pre-workout. That's, that's the whole thing of pre-workout. It's like, it's a stimulant.
1: Most no of I think the UK people don't work as much as American people.
0: And I'm talking about
1: even the low level UK worker and the low level American worker. The low level American worker, like Homer Simpson. We'll beat the hell out of a UK low-level worker out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, uh, it's a thing. But um, let me let me get to a, a couple topics here. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you about um, listening to podcast as I do, as, as everyone should know by now. But um, school lunches. What were school lunches like in the Big Rotten Apple?
1: Dude, I got into big fights because of school lunches. Actually, that was one of the, my biggest, and most memorable fights. Is because at school down we uh, actually had um, you know chicken fingers, and chicken fingers barely came. You know, it was like a del- delicacy. And you know, I mm-hmm. actually got chicken fingers. I was so excited, I sat down, and then somebody t- tried to take my uh, chicken fingers, bro. And the other guy immediately was like, "What the hell?" And the kid was actually part of this gang called Nietas, which is like a Spanish gang. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't sound like
0: I want to fuck with those dudes.
1: Right, and I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking about, yo, you just took... I was a little chubby kid when I was in 8th uh, grade, 7th grade, you know, uh, junior high school. And I went to the same junior high school as Nicki Minaj. It's called Eliz- Elizabeth Blackwell. Yeah. Junior high school. Yeah, I was in Queens. So, uh, you know, it was in, in that lunchroom, and, um, you know, the kid took my chicken thing, and I honestly, I found out it was initiation day, and they were just doing stupid things to initiate kids into the gang. And he just no, did that no. to me. And in my mind, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about, you know, don't let nobody take your food. Yeah. You know? So I ended up fighting this guy. You know, he kind of beat my ass, bro. Like, I couldn't even see after I was done. But in the middle of the fight, I remember System of Down and, and one of their bridges. So in the beginning of the fight, he was beating me up. And I remember the bridges and that, of one of the songs that I liked. I think it was Chop Suey or something. And I reversed the tables on that guy and uh, got on the other side of him. And I was like, you know, not losing the fight, but not winning the fight either, but still got an advantage. But after I was done fighting, I couldn't see straight. My freaking vision was balanced off. So everybody pulled us off and it was a big fight. And I remember school lunches, you know, it was a rough environment in New York. You know, people were like hanging out, banging on tables, you know, making the Busta Rhymes beat, you know, the Busta Rhymes beat that was out. Uh, and uh, you know they're reenacted, so it was a very rowdy environment in uh, Queens, especially there. You know, a bunch of, uh, you know, a lot of ESL students start coming in, and you know, when I was younger, it was mostly Italians and Irish in Queens. All of a sudden, there was an influx of of uh, new new type of kids that were coming, and uh, they were like Spanish and shit. So it was a little rough in the in the environment, in the lot in in the, in the, in the lunchroom and then elementary school is a little bit better we're singing like you know lion king reenacting things it was very social (laughs) junior high school it was different it was kids that were left back there were some kids that are like older like 20 years old in the lunchroom and i'm Hmm. like dude i'm freaking 14 whatever 13 years old how's a 20 year old kid here you know yeah a lot of girl fights you know girls ripping each other's clothes off and stuff and it was very rowdy Right right. And this is in Queens, not even one of the worst neighborhoods either. I don't know what was going on during that time, but it was kind of rough, you know. But I do remember that one story about uh you know the chicken fingers and you know the delicacies. You know, chocolate milk is also also good. You know, your chocolate <laughs> milk, if you got chocolate milk, you're doing well, you know.
0: <laughs> it's shit. It's uh, our thing with our chicken fingers, whether they were nuggets or fingers, I don't remember, but our no, fried straw, chicken they're
1: strips, you know, long strips.
0: So, yeah, like them. the, yeah, I, I, it was probably that I just don't remember. But the thing I remember the most about when we had chicken fingers was it was always served with mashed potatoes, mm. and I'm sure it was the powdered bullshit add a little butter and water or something because it was a, you know, it was a school, it was a public school, and. Poor ass little, you know, West Virginia. But those fucking mashed potatoes, everyone loved them. I had a I had a friend, a uh, friend at the time, that he would go over. it be like, oh, okay, oh, hey, uh, do you want your mashed potatoes? No, I don't like these mashed potatoes. He would take his bare hand and scoop them right out of the tray, and he would walk over and just eat it. And yeah. he, wasn't spe- he wasn't special needs. He wasn't on the spectrum. He was a at the time, a bright kid before he got into fucking heroin, like a goddamn junkie. But, uh, yeah, that was his thing. He had no shame in it. Popular kid. Yeah. Oh, are you, you don't want the? Oh, okay. I'll take him. Well, get a plate. And next thing you know, he's got it in his hand. He's walking away, eating it out of the, me and him would
1: have definitely bumped heads, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, um, but those, that was always the thing. Um, one thing, uh, our high school was a very big, uh, Football school, baseball was second, of course. Basketball was last, uh, but uh, football. Every Friday morning for breakfast, they because the, of course the Friday uh, night game for the high school, uh, you know Friday night. Yeah. But I just I, I just equated these two together, whether they were or not, I don't know. But every morning on Friday, we had uh, biscuits and gravy, and there were some kids that you'd see in there every morning for free lunch or breakfast, rather. But Fridays you'd see way more kids, more of the popular kids, Abercrombie and Fitch and Old Navy and Structure and all that bullshit. And it was like, yeah, dude, these biscuits and gra- sausage biscuits and gravy was banging. It was bussing. But um That's good to hear you- they're wearing Abercrombie
1: and Fitch down there. Jesus, that's cool.
0: And uh Air that's the other one. Structure was more niche, uh structure uh structure was uh w- was big but aeropostal that was the other one arrow aero but um that was that was the cool kids that was the hot chicks that was you know the richer kids whatever what about or Ralph Navy. Or
1: Tommy Hilfiger? did you guys see that down there
0: uh, I had some Tommy Hilfiger shit, but it was some bootleg shit from fucking outside the airport from Philly. <laughs> when we would go up there every fucking Christmas Thanksgiving. So is that New where
1: Year. you got your your soul in your game? Because you had crossovers, step backs, little spin moves and stuff. And, you know, the other no, guy we had in West Virginia, Jeremy, had none of that. He was like a stilt. Yeah, where he was you a stilt. did all those moves?
0: From Philly? Um, no, I, I never, ever have played... May, maybe even so a in high school game. in high school
1: basketball in Wayne County and all that you were playing with that up and under and the Keem Elijah one scoops and stuff and uh, you know the dribbling and stuff you were playing like that in high school.
0: Well, I was a sh- I'm a shot guy. I'm still a Shaq guy. I know he's a Freemason. Whatever. I liked him as a ball player. What
1: does that mean, Freemason?
0: Google it. This is supposed to be a shorter episode. Google it. All or right, or, or con- put in conspiracy theory, then Google it. But whatever. So I was a Shaq guy. My brother was a Hakeem guy. So we watched so much of their shit. I honestly think no one's ever asked me that's a fantastic question. Where did I get my game from being a white, redneck kid, you know, a Southern kid? When I, I
1: met you, I didn't think you were redneck at all, not one bit.
0: No, but that's the thing. Like, I was able to reinvent myself. Like, nobody knows who the fuck... There's two guys, Tracy and Patrick, were the only guys who knew who I was. Because we all came from the same fucking four-mile radius.
1: Dude, I did not sense any redneck... I didn't sense any racism off you, nothing. You were black as hell, if anything. (laughs) You were fucking black. You were like a hood kid, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm because like Jeremy,
1: and then the other religious kid we had on our team, Timothy. Those kids are definitely Parkersburg, West Virginia. Definitely weird. Like I didn't feel any of that off of you, bro.
0: Uh, well, yeah, and uh, thank you. But that's kind of what that, I mean. That's real. I wasn't being fake about it. But I also realized it's like because I play, I was like, holy shit, dude. I think I'm good. These kids that are two inches shorter than me playing my position, they can fucking dribble and do all this shit. Like I got to learn how to act like you know a forward more or less, like be able to dribble. The the kids in your
1: team were dribbling. The kids in your team were dribbling like that.
0: Um, I was the biggest kid on my team, but my dribbling, dribbling. Did they? Did you have dribbling
1: skills on your team?
0: There were a few kids that were, yeah, better ball handlers than I was for sure. But I mean, They
1: were cradling the ball. They were going up and under. They were doing things like how you were no, doing.
0: No, no, you no, did no. have
1: Hakeem in your game, bro.
0: There was nobody teaching me that. That was either something I had just unconsciously learned from playing basketball, but I do – or w- watching, you know, Shaq. And yo, you team. had
1: more handle than Jose. Jose's from the Bronx and shit. He didn't play with no handle like that. He didn't do anything fancy like that
0: i haven't thought about that in goddamn 15 years but yeah jose i remember when uh when we dropped him off what, what was that in the bronx yeah, he's the worst, dude, dude he actually the worst. he was a fantastic like he dribbled like uh his, he his when he dribbles he looks like a sideshow bob going for a dunk
1: yeah that's like you know when you were thing over in the community college and everything, that kind of player definitely made me think that yeah like he was good, he dunked and everything, but come on, there was nothing really spectacular about his game.
0: Yeah, he I mean he was Spanish, it was fun to be around him, but it's he like, like
1: beat dominoes too much. I'll like, yo fuck your dominoes, bro. I don't want to eat no fucking dominoes.
0: That's hilarious. You said that. He was the most, he had the most wooden domino chips ever. He always you know, Negro. I wanna strangle for me. that
1: kid. I wanna strangle like I was like, yo, leave New York behind, bro. Forget about New York. Let's eat apple cider, let's go get some pancakes. Like, what is this shit? Fuck New York. We'll see that shit later, you know? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that kid ate dominoes every single night. I
1: remember you uh, broke off a piece of tree and then got liquid out of it. You were like, this is how you would live in the world, you know, in the woods and shit. I'm like, wow.
0: <laughs> what, man? I remember
1: smelling the skunk for the first time over there. Smell yeah. like burnt tires, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it can get real, real bad.
1: Yeah, you think that uh, a, sk- a skunk is going to smell like, you know, like the green animation, you know, when you watch cartoons.
0: No, the, it no is, nothing it's like black that. toxicity.
1: And I never really looked at one up close and personal.
0: You know? L- Luckily, I've never actually seen one like real up close and personal myself. I mean, I've seen them from a distance. You know, you drive over them when somebody squishes them on the road and even just you're going 60 miles an hour and you zip right over it. You still a smell it in your skunk. car. Dude, we have dogs that come in that get skunk. We had like, I think it was like two, three years, well, three or four years ago, we had this husky that came in probably four times for baths because it kept getting skunked. It's like, dude, kill the skunk or fucking put your dog on a leash or whatever. Why, is he, why do you keep coming in? Because it smells up the entire building, even after you bathe them. Like with a with a dog or a cat that gets skunked, like you have to bathe them multiple times. It's like a half life of a nuclear, you know, fallout thing. Like it's it, you're only cutting it in half. That's it still hilarious. smells. Yeah, and I've said that for years to my customers too. It's a very true statement. That's funny, man. You have to wash the Wash the
1: animal down if you got
0: skunked. Dude, you can't live with them. You it. it Unless you just live with a skunk 24-7 and you go nose blind to it, your right. animal cannot smell like fucking skunk. You like People put them out in the garage. They tie He's them like on Little tie Wayne, outside.
1: Yeah, Little Wayne. Wayne was trying to sell his house and they couldn't sell it because it smelled like weed too much. Spent, oh, bullshit. Yeah, he spent millions of dollars to try to clean the weed smell and it smelled too bad.
0: Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> it's just like the skunk situation. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, yeah, it is. Yes. Uh, all right, new topic. Uh, this is at 14 minutes. Our other one, I think, was almost 10. But um, uh heard this on a pod. Thought it'd be a good question for you, since we're so different. Um, What kind of BB gun did you have growing up as a kid? I never had a BB gun. I had a pinball gun. Okay, that's why I loaded the question. I said, what kind did you have? Because I had all kinds. We had the the Daisy uh Rough Rider or something. It was just you cocked it like a lever gun and it was a certain amount of tension it put on the spring and it shot every time. But I also had uh pistols and stuff that ran on CO two. We had um one that looked like a shotgun, but when you pumped like the action on like a pump action shotgun, you like, you know, you had to put at least ten pumps to get a good one. But oh should I put fifteen? Oh, it's gonna blow it up crazy. Uh, Do you have ninja stars, a blowgun? I've had a ninja star thrown at me.
1: Oh, shit. Right into my forehead. That stuck. What? It was a plastic ninja star. Oh, thank God it was plastic. It's still funny, though. How could somebody throw a ninja star at you and it gets stuck in your forehead? Uh,
0: And you didn't have a BB gun.
1: No, I had a
0: paintball gun. I had paintball guns, too.
1: Yeah, I never had a BB gun. I mean, I've seen a BB gun. Uh, somebody shot a cat on our block with a BB gun, and the, the bullet was in the, uh,
0: in its skin. Yeah, you know, the sad thing about that is there's, uh, I remember, it, maybe it's an old wives' tale or whatever you want to call it, but I remember as a kid hearing about people that froze the paintball guns and played with frozen paintballs. So does
1: that make it hurt more?
0: Yeah, it makes it a solid. It makes it not explode on impact. You imagine how it felt getting hit with a paintball if you've ever been shot with one. I have. One that's like a marble. One that's like a paint marble. Shot at you at five hundred feet a second or whatever. Dude, they that you. caused so
1: much havoc with my paintball gun, bro. Like the police Dude, came to their house. Kill their birds
0: and squirrels and rabbits and shit. And you could like hurt humans physically stun them that's crazy frozen paintballs yeah that was i I've never seen it but it was a urban legend or whatever it was um have you ever kept your batteries in the refrigerator uh, or the freezer to try to charge them back up yeah but it doesn't work too much yeah that's what the black community says I don't know that only as a black thing um I've tried it
1: before yeah but back in like the 80s Whatever 90s, you know, early 90s, when like Al Bundy was out and you know, we're watching Married with Children. You
0: know? Oh, Married with Children was a great show. Yeah, Phenomenal. my religion
1: teacher, my religion teacher back when I was a kid, they said, What do you want to do that's more important than religion? I was like, I want to watch Married with Children right now. I want to watch Al Bundy. He's a shoe salesman. And his yeah, daughter's fucking hot. Fuck
0: big tits and fuck fat women.
1: Yeah, and he fucking sat there and watched football. Right?
0: Yeah, with his fucking little. High and toity, I can't work. All I got to do is watch Oprah and eat ho-ho's. Fucking love And my high heels and my big... The only thing I didn't butt. like
1: about that show was Bud. <clears throat>
0: fucking hated Bud. Let's, let, let, let's not... uh Talk about Christina Applegate.
1: Oh, no. She's amazing. I loved every fucking second of her.
0: Oh, get out of town. And, and the fact that she played such a dumb, bimboy blonde. It was like Al Bundy you're attracted to your daughter that's exactly the woman that you love and the woman that you married that helped make you that woman is the woman you hate i thought that was great i love that that had so many levels to it and like roseanne which it came out i think right after roseanne but it was during a time in the 90s when the boomers were starting to You know, move to the suburbs, uh, adopt all this land and, you know, make a life in suburbia and you got to drive to work and I got to drive back and life sucks and stuff. And he just he owned it. He's like, no, fuck this. I'm going to scratch my nuts and I'm going to sit on the couch and fuck you and fuck this world. And this sucks. And I do all this shit for you people. And I make it out to the suburbs and give you guys a nice big house. And no one's grateful for it. <clears throat> that show was pivotal in history because it showed middle-class America like Roseanne did. I remember watching Roseanne all the time. He said, sir, you hate
1: women. He said, only Roseanne. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Only her. No, just she's a pig. You He's called women bag.
1: fat, ugly, despicable? No, only Roseanne. <laughs>
0: yeah. And um yeah, Roseanne and Lizzo. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> but it's like he was speaking common man's truth. And so was Roseanne.
1: I mean, I think all this stuff that we're talking about was put before the internet. That's why it was so good.
0: That's why it was so good. It's because you were like, oh, my God, someone gets me. Right. But, I understand where you're coming from when you're talking about why'd you have to use the ketchup? You know, mustard's less expensive. Not that they ever did that, but that was just something I just tried to come up with. But it's like, yeah, there were those things where it's like, oh, oh, here's one. Um, from Married with Children, they, I think they were gonna do like a, the episode was, I believe they were gonna come and film basically like a documentary of them. Yeah. And uh, hey, during those was...
1: times, there's more movie stars. There's Denzel Washington, fucking, okay. you know, uh, Julia, Ju- Julia whatever you know like there's a million Richard Gear,
0: there's a million of
1: them you know now there's like TikTok superstars like Andrew Tate.
0: yeah but back to what I was saying uh, <laughs> there was a thing they, they were going to come and film and one somebody stole it uh, I think it was the neighbors or somebody stole their idea of like they were so poor food was always a giant thing in uh, Married with Children oh my god dad do you have food Dad, do you have food? Yeah, he's like, Yeah, I'm hungry too, but yeah, I don't have any food. But there was one episode where I don't remember what the term was they used for it, but basically they took their toaster, your old school just push down lever toaster, and they shook it out. And those little crumbs that come out, they used to eat and like say they were, Oh, they were so great. It was great when like nobody had checked for crumbles. We'll just call them crumbles and they're like oh it's great when like you shake out crumbles and like you get enough to put on like a, a cracker on de- on a piece of butter oh the crumbles were the best and somebody stole it from them I think how the episode went but no, man yeah props up shout out to fucking Married with Children <clears throat>
1: it was a great show man I really loved it
0: I did too thoroughly enjoyed it what else you got Oh, uh, I did, we got sidetracked there, but uh, the whole batteries in the fridge thing. <clears throat> um, I just watched the newest Are You Garbage? Uh, that came out just uh, a couple hours ago, and they had uh, Danny Brown on there. Uh, rapper, semi-successful. Used to be more successful, maybe. I don't know. I don't care. But uh, they asked him, "Do you ever keep batteries in the fridge?" He's like, "Yeah, we did." That shit didn't work, and it was like, "Oh, okay, blah blah blah." But he mentioned. <laughs> Which they had never heard, and I have never heard. Did you ever put your NES games, the ones you used to blow in the cartridges, right, right, right? Put those in the fridge or the freezer? No way, dude. Listen to this. He he, uh, he got a follower out of me. He said, "No, because you think it's dust you're blowing out of there. You're cooling it off. The machine's getting too hot." I never and knew then, that whoa, we never thought it from that angle, and I was too. I was like, holy shit, is that all we were doing? Because uh, Kevin said he was probably just punching it up, but he was like, I thought I just lived in the dustiest house in the world. <clears throat> but I think I do remember, um like, sometimes you just couldn't get the game started. As long as you got the game started, you were fine. So it's not like mid-game it froze and then you had to pop it out. I remember it always being pre-game. So that's where I was like, eh, let me ask a couple people about this first. But the idea that they were smart enough to think about maybe the cartridge is overheating, that's why the game doesn't work, because it's literally, those are contact points of copper between the two machines. And I thought, oh, wow, that's, and they did too, and I was like, I've never thought, the batteries in the freezer, I thought that was a black thing, I never got that, I we never did it but when i heard that the nes game in the fridge or the freezer to cool it off for a few minutes and then it works i was like what it's crazy man like i've seen
1: coke bottles explode in the freezer like that's some scary shit i've opened a coke bottle and then it popped up in the air really violently and i'm like this refrigerate freezer stuff is dangerous
0: no well, there, there's a certain temperature if you can get it I don't, I don't remember what it is but it's like right on the edge of freezing to where if you grab it out of the freezer and you just touch it one time it'll solve it'll instantly all turn to ice it's unbelievable
1: man like i'm yeah, surprised
0: exactly. we didn't hear about more like you know stories about
1: dangerous things happening if you put batteries in the freezer
0: yeah, batteries in the freezer. You know, yeah, in America,
1: I, we created meth because of these crazy things that we do.
0: Yeah, they're fucking crazy. That's that's for goddamn sure.
1: You could die creating meth.
0: Guess guess what? I already told the story of my mother's lover dying, making meth in a trailer. You're using, and at, You're using oh, chemicals. At, no, no, no. Shut up. Shut up. Actually uh Ron gave me this correction. He said Ashland like you know everyone knows what Ashland you're talking about. When I said that story on the whole I think I said it on the uh, uh cockfighting episode. When I said Ashland I'm in Ashland, Kentucky. That's very close to Huntington, West Virginia, which is where I'm from. Okay. And he was like you just said Ashland and it was like oh, and the other thing on that episode, I want to put this in too. I'm keeping this in. Um he said I uh, kind of got lost at what you were talking about, the things you were asking or something when I said that, like, chick uh, cockfighting, and uh, you asked, did she make money off of it? And I was like, well, I don't know. But right before that, I had talked about she'd done cockfighting, and I think I got off on a tangent, and then I talked about she got this inheritance and she bought a brand new Durango, had it all pinstripe. Bought a new speedboat, remodeled the house, and done this and that. And then non Norm asks you, "So did she make any money off of it?" And you go, "I don't know." Well, it's like yeah, you right, just right. see, you just made it. Like she just did a bunch of things off cockfighting. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, she didn't do that. Oh fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> So, uh, correct, an addendum to that. Thank you, Ron. Uh, by the way, for calling me out on that and help, helping improve the show, really, right? But uh, yeah, in the moment, like you know, we know we've done this now a handful of times, so it's like, what did we just talk about? I don't even fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> trying to be entertaining, and I mean, that's and a be cultural the
1: difference. You don't hear about cockfighting here in New York.
0: No, the only time I ever heard about cockfighting in New York, like I said, was on Jerry Seinfeld. that's the only time
1: they asked Jerry why why did you have any black friends and he's like
0: oh I don't know (laughs) he's like oh Patrice O'Neill died that's why
1: (laughs) George Costanza went out and made an effort to make black friends you know (laughs) that's how I feel about Chinese kids I'm like man I'm mad cool with everybody the Chinese kids maybe they'll be cool with me for a week and then for some reason their parents moved them away you know and I'm like, what is this? Am I Karl Marx? Am I the worst? Am I influencing these kids? You know? I heard oh. you say, you know, you're projecting these things on me. You're forcing things on me. And I'm like, damn, bro. like,
0: Well, Marx is Virginia, a li-
1: Somebody called me a Marxist.
0: And I remember really? looking
1: it up. Yeah. You know, you called me Don Kyoto and shit. I'm like, damn, bro. What the hell's going on? What's up
0: with me? Dude, I haven't heard the term Marxist until the past, like, two years. And yeah, I'm still that not. Mean? that means exactly... I'm forcing
1: views on people and shit. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, bro. And, uh, you know, I've heard that throughout my life, and I'm like, maybe there's some kind of truth to it, but, you know, people are misinterpreting it. I think I'm a Marxist in a positivity light, like how Tom Hanks was, you know, in the Far Gump. And some people just don't want to hear that shit, or whatever, it's depressing to some people. But my thing is, download fucking Robin Hood and shut up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can do it, you know? No, and that's what makes people a little bit different than others. If you could take the pain, and I think everybody experiences pain, I think the ones that you see that on TV and they're doing successful, there's probably other people that are better than the ones that you see on TV, like Lady Gaga, LeBron, Obama, Trump, all these people. They're probably people better than them, but they didn't experience, they didn't go through the fortitude
0: part. The fortitude is the hardest thing because that's who you are down deep in your soul. Like, who are you going to be every day and commit to? Right. your fortitude your 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 reputation the respect you ask for and uh, and give like that's that's who you are as a person remember I was all
1: burnt out about my situation I'm griping and crying about it I didn't feel comfortable I still woke up every day and I went to do what I needed to do to continue building my brand continuing meeting athletes even if I wasn't feeling great and I was like if I keep doing that no matter what I feel like good things are gonna happen and always remember what you love. You know, find things you love and keep doing it, you know? Yeah. So I don't want that to be misinterpreted. I think in many parts of my life have been misinterpreted to that. And I guess Marxism, I don't know the exact definition to it, but it was kind of a, something like that. But that's the reason I, if anybody would call me that, and uh, if I'm guilty of anything, it's that, because of that reason. I refuse to give up and I refuse to, even if I get kicked out of my house, I have $2 in my pocket. I'm going to still fucking push to what I need to do, you know?
0: No, I like, I agree with you, you know, like, we don't exactly know what Marxism is, yeah, but I maybe. do know that they say Marxism leads to communism. I mean, I in
1: a town when, you know, I was talking bad about Bush during that time, not because I really knew about Bush, I just knew it was a hot topic to get me a scholarship, you know. It's like saying uh, no, uh. and the essay is full of yes, you know, if you have a whole class saying yes, and one person says no, you know, you look like you're, you're smart, you know.
0: Yeah, now you're the joker, now you're the heel.
1: <laughs> now I love fucking Trump and I hate Democrats You
0: know. <laughs> hey, I didn't know shit about politics back then I just know why the fuck are I, I voted wrong? for
1: Kerry, I voted for Dole then I voted for Trump I mean Obama then I voted for Mitt Romney the first one and then uh, I voted for Trump the second one I voted for Trump again but he lost so three Republican times I've ever voted it was the second term of Obama when Mitt Romney because I thought Mitt Romney beat his ass on, on, uh, on the debates. And I, I was not expecting that. What, I did not what, expect uh, Obama to get his ass beat on the debates, you know?
0: Would you find it funny that the Bushes, the Clintons, the Obamas were all related? Yeah, that would be funny. Uh, it's funny, but it's also true, my friend.
1: How's Obama related to the Bushes?
0: <laughs> Alright, do you have another device, or can you do it on this device? Just put us in the background or whatever and go to Google? Nah, I don't want to try that.
1: I'll do it later, though.
0: Okay, uh, and for everyone listening out there that thinks I'm full of shit, Google, them give them the juice. Go- Google baby Barack Obama. I- I'm just making this up. I don't know that this will bring it up, but this will probably bring it up. Google images, young Obama with George Bush. You will see childhood photos of those two children together. That's crazy. i seen childhood
1: photos of this guy smoking marijuana and shit, you know, both of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, that, and and that's why and that's, uh, there's a whole theory behind that. Is like, why did uh, young Bush, why did baby Bush get kicked out of the fucking Air Force, him and his buddy? Yo, once I once weed got legalized, I stopped. Dude. Cause they were party boys. Apparently now, uh baby Bush is a major alcoholic and just can't stop drinking all the time, twenty four seven. Stays drunk. Yeah, I just heard that like last week or a couple days ago. And that and that's not truth. That's alleged. But yo, dog, that guy Bush a- had uh, somebody threw a shoe at him, bro. <laughs> Dude, uh, that Muslim that threw that shoe at him, I wish the world trade could have dodged that shoe as fast as he did.
1: (laughs) And then when Kanye West called him a racist, I was like, damn, bro, he looked really sad, Bush, you know?
0: And the Dixie Chicks, what did they do? They stood up against the war or something.
1: Yo, Bush might be the one that was the closest to Biden, besides Biden. And you know why I felt like he was like that? He was a guy, a regular Texas kid, didn't mean anything. He just wanted to fulfill his dad's wishes, you know? And that's why I think a lot of the weird stuff happened with Bush is because he was stuck in trying to help his dad, you know, fulfill his presidency.
0: And dude, you, you don't know how, you you don't know how right on point you are with a conspiracy theory, but you don't believe in those and you believe in quote unquote truth, but we believe in the same thing.
1: I believe in money, bro.
0: Exactly, follow like, yo, Brian, the money. If you had
1: a hundred grand in your bank right now, you wouldn't care about conspiracy theories. That's what I believe in.
0: No, I would. I would want to say, uh, "Why the fuck is the Federal Reserve in London, and it's not even a part of the U.S. federal government? Who the so fuck cool. is I taking on my tax dollars?
1: I didn't even know that. See again, yeah, you know, again. you know all true. these details because uh, you need more money. You know, like it's protests. Dude, uh, most of taxes goes to fucking England. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Like, I do know Tesla's earnings. This is October 19th. Do you know that?
0: No, that's why we're in two different worlds. That's why I'm in the world of conspiracies, I'm and I, I don't trust the man.
1: Even if the conspiracy is right, right? I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I can't make money on it.
0: Yeah, that's the difference. I don't have to make money on it. I just enjoy the education or the indoctrination. I'll go ahead and just lean far the other way. But what about your mindset? What about you thinking that, hey, this is all rigged? (laughs) Mindset is fine, because guess what? Donald Trump's the president. Joe Biden's the president. The only thing that affects me uh, doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, when Trump was around, we were proud to be American. Now we're like, yo, chill, dog, We suck.
0: <laughs> so no, 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 no. There, there you go. You just proved my point. You're not proud to be an American. Of course, I'm proud to be American. But with Why Biden, I'm like, dude, we're do not
1: doing. I, I don't have that much. Uh, uh, I don't you're, you're it. not, you're
0: not as proud to be an American. Of course, I'm always or proud, or, man. or or not. I'm not
1: even like a lot of times I get dealt with a lot of shit that would make me feel like, why do you love this country? But I really do. And the people that give me shit that, you know, they're not as patriotic as me and they're not as involved in the economy and, you know, contributions to politics.
0: And, you know, and they don't know history. No. And that's the thing. They don't know history. They don't know why they should be proud. Right. To be an American, I think I fucked uh, whatever the hell prophetic thing I was trying to say. I think I fucked that up, but it was like, no, I, I, w- I, I was proud to be an American. Everyone, it re the Great Reset started in two thousand one on September eleventh. You know when it ended and changed to a greater reset, COVID.
1: Now they have sex
0: bots. Now they've turned us all against each other. And there's a war that is halfway across the world from us that we have to help. And we've given the Ukraine 85, over $85 billion. We have a trillion, trillions of dollars of debt in our country. Why why are we giving them money? Didn't Donald Trump just say NATO is going to start paying for its portion and they're putting tariffs on China and all this, and then Trump doesn't get reelected and all of a sudden all those things are lifted and now you got to wear a mask, stay six feet apart, don't socialize, don't let your kids see other kids smiling. Oh, that's horrible. That'll kill them, which it won't. Dude, I have such a big problem with people that can't open their eyes and see the fucking truth for what it is. They're trying to take over the world, and they're doing it.
1: I just think that with the power of the Internet, nothing could beat us, bro.
0: If they want us to stay home,
1: we still have the cloud. We still have our phones.
0: The the power of the Internet gives them a surveillance state. (laughs) It also gives us, too, though. That's why why Elon Musk – oh, Elon Musk is great. He's this and he's that. Yeah, I like something he's done, but also – Guess what happens when the Tesla boss? The the Tesla boss. Guess what the Teslon Don boss? <laughs> Guess what happens when uh your electric cars can't be charged? Or they have a switch where they can just turn your car off and they'll just be like, ah, eh, the coordinates are right there. It's only been thirty seconds. He's probably within two hundred feet I mean, radius. You,
1: you don't think they told Henry Ford that when he made the Fords? Of course. Fuck no, they didn't they didn't have that. Technology, You're like a- yo, I'm not changing my good old horse, my great horse that I had for the last 100, 200, 300 uh, years, to your contraption. No, f- contractment, to no your automobile.
0: I don't, I don't remember what state it was. It was either probably Cali or New York, but something I was listening to. is within like three years they will not be allowed to produce. You can still own, but you can't produce new combustion engine. Vehicles in this state—it's probably Cali. I don't remember.
1: I mean, they suck compared to electric cars, and that's what I think the beauty of Tesla is: is that it is outperforming an uh, automobile that has a combustion engine. It's old school, you know, like it makes noise. You make 100 miles per hour, it's gonna be, you're gonna hear noise in it. You go on a Tesla yeah.
0: miles per hour, you hear nothing. There's a there's a time when it takes to spray the gas to mix with the air. To light this spark, to combust the engine, to oh. go through the gears, to move the cogs. It's to like go using to, a key. To go to the rear wheels. To do go, you want to use fucking... keys
1: for the rest of your life, or do you want to use your finger and turn it? just open the door with your finger?
0: I'd rather use keys. Yeah, right. You're lying. <laughs> no, not me. Right. You you live in New York City. I'm tired. I have to go up fucking four elevators every day. I just want to. You know it. how much money it
1: costs to repair a car every fucking month? With Tesla, you do over the you do a software update. They had to do a recall. You know what the recall entails? A software update.
0: <laughs> I, no, I know about all that. They can take the. You know what Tesla- GM
1: has to do when they recall vehicles? They personally have to go to everybody's house and go get the vehicle. <laughs> Tesla, the Tesla boss, he just has to press some buttons on his computer,
0: and everybody gets their update. Just like but guess phone. what? Guess what? I know how uh, nuts and bolts and screws and and gaskets work and shit. And I've done plenty of car work.
1: But you also studied computer science, right? You know what a GPU is, right?
0: I don't, I know way less about that nowadays. This was back when uh, the internet finally was like, oh, we got land. Yeah, well,
1: Teslas are powered by GPUs, by supercomputer networks.
0: Okay. What happens if we have an gas, EMP? Bro. Gas is gas. Like old. <laughs> what happens if uh, the world gets hit by an EMP?
1: I don't know. Do you have a Tesla showroom in uh, West Virginia anywhere? You should go to test drive one.
0: No, because I can't afford one. No, no, test
1: drive it. Yeah, you can. There's twenty eight thousand dollars for a car.
0: Well, Model three. You can probably I lease
1: c- it and pay three hundred dollars a month or whatever, one hundred and fifty dollars a month. You could probably lease a Tesla.
0: we'll have to talk about that in a few months until some things happen, and maybe, maybe I'll consider doing that. But just make the Tesla boss fight fucking. But the thing is, Non, you're not listening. What happens when everything is electrical and, oh, we've got a couple little free test sites or charge sites and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I live too far away from one of those, so I have to have one in my house. They charge me for that. What happens if an EMP, an electromagnetic, uh, I think it's particle, uh, an EMP hits us? Like, the sun puts off those, uh, what do they call them, sun flares? Yeah. Those sun flares, uh, every now and then, they predict that it will give us an EMP all the way hundreds of millions of light years away, which I think's is uh, ridiculous and hilarious. But it's like, that'll fry every, unless you have it in a feral box, which you don't know, what a, a, or a ferris, I believe it's a ferris box, which you have no idea what that is because you live in New York and you just think, ah, oh, just buy Apple products. Oh, I'll just go get an Apple product. Well, what if all those wait things? Wait a minute, are wait a
1: minute. If you got to get one first, I don't want to hear all this shit. If you didn't get one, no, no,
0: no. Okay. what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what product it is. You don't know what an EMP is. All you right, need to right. look You're up because right. it'll zap everything. It'll You're zap right. your TV. I would love for you to go
1: to boost mobile again and run into that girl and get that switch
0: we'll talk about that later. But what I'm telling you is an EMP is going to knock out your TV, your uh, DVR, your Xbox, your cell phone, your walkie talkie, anything that runs on, uh, runs on electricity. It's going to knock it out unless you have it in a fully surrounded. Does that
1: apply to solar, solar power? What about solar power stuff?
0: It'll It's going to knock those out too. Because those run on electronics. You have to have like certain devices like a ham radio, a cell phone, a this, a that, in a Ferris box. F-E-R-R-I-S, I I believe is how it's uh, spelled. A Ferris box. This is, I think, a little too crazy. Not that another government can't produce this. I mean, it's even in Call of Duty. You can throw an EMP grenade and it will zap. Electromagnetic pulse surge that zaps the bullets. like it melts the electronics. Like, all right,
1: so then what, what, what
0: happens with the EP? They say that
1: happens, then all you're saying, all the cars will be like, who cares?
0: All who the cares? cars will be all the cars will be dead. No, you're right, they, that
1: could happen, but that's like, hey, what is the lightning strikes you in the middle of the road? Like, of course, that could happen, you know? What if yeah, GameStop but, but, goes to $500 a share? Of course, that could happen, but it's very rare, you know.
0: But the thing is looking uh, at all the
1: positives that happen, you'll get more girls, the things will be cleaner, you won't smoke cigarettes in your car. Like yo, you know, I had Apple and shit. I couldn't smoke a cigarette near an Apple, but a PC desktop, you best believe I have Mountain Dew right next to it. I'm smoking a cigarette, got coffee. A piece of garbage on a PC. <laughs> you know, you go to an Apple, dude. You don't want to smoke anything bad. You don't even want to eat no freaking mayonnaise next to that thing. You actually want to do crunches and sit ups and wear Neve shirts. You know, and then Facebook. The guy from Facebook is shirts all gray and white shirt every day and shit. You want to be like that when you uh, go near an Apple product.
0: That's you want to brush your
1: teeth immediately at sight. You know, whereas a PC desktop, you don't want to sit there with your plumber's butt cracks showing and shit. You know. You don't care about your appearance. You're like Daria. You remember that show, Daria? You're like that. You know, with Apple, no way. You're a high sprucing,
0: geeked out fanboy, you know? Yeah, I mean, I get it.
1: You just don't. I don't care what your personality type is. You just don't want to be a slob near an Apple product. You're not going to want to be a slob. Yeah, 100%. You're going to dress better. You're going to look better. You're going to feel better. And I didn't believe that until I got one. I was yo, I literally got an iPhone and I had like my own basketball team. I was going all over the world and shit seeing all these other things and I'm like, it's all because of this iPhone. <laughs> like you know, I can't believe it. I was a Google Android user. I was yeah. one of those people that used those you know federal aid phones, Obama phones. and I didn't care about having a high producing uh, CPU
0: in my freaking hand. And I did it. And, yeah. you know, it, was,
1: it was great. It was a crazy switch.
0: And uh, the Obama phones—that was—that's uh, another conspiracy because they all they want to do is start mining your data. That's crazy. That's why. They, why, why, so why, why, the, why would the government ever give you something free? Like, you think the government's just going to be like, eh, "If your bill's two hundred dollars or less on your power bill, we'll pay for it." No, but they gave you a free phone. To make a limited calls and text on man, I cried when I got unemployment. Everybody's like, Yo,
1: that's your money, bro. And I cried. You you should ask my brothers and everything. The first day that I got unemployment, what happened to me? I cried. I fucking cried. I was in tears.
0: Well, I actually got paid more for doing nothing. Still. Uh so I, cried. I actually loved it. that. Was the best financial time of my life when I was getting fucking unemployment. George
1: Bush, his son was in the presidency. I worked three jobs. I wasn't the happiest person, but I was, I mean, I was happy actually looking back at it. And I was like, see, these Republicans are good, yo, you know, they make it work.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're worth, you're worth your effort. Like, I mean, the I market. Did, wait, Obama, that- I didn't have
1: any jobs as my own ind- independent businessman. I was smoking a lot of weed. I mean, I had money in my pocket, but is that really fulfilling? You know, how long are you going to be fulfilled with that? Whereas, uh, you know, Bush, I wasn't really thinking about being fulfilled. I was just working my tail off, bro. Did I like Bush as the president at that time? No, I was 18 years old. I was raging against the machine, system of it down. I was a liberal arts student, you know, like. Oh, God, liberal you know how arts. That is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. So uh, I just Our think club- there's a. Uh, that's why I really lean to the Republican side, not because I agree with everything they say. I just think their stance and their their perspective on everything is work hard and party hard.
0: Yeah, that's why I love a black conservative or Mexican or, a you know, a minority, quote unquote, conservative. That's why I love them. It's like, I
1: didn't like the gender, binary. Are you I didn't like the gender binary stuff. It was too much of that. And I was
0: like, because there's no leadership.
1: And that's why I started leaning right, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that, that's too much of the liberal left teaching He's and doctrine.
1: Too much freedom is bad. You eat too much candy is bad, you know? You don't have any rules. If you don't go to school, you don't do your homework or anything. And I remember they made fun of me because I said I had to do my homework. And in reality, the reason I wanted to do my homework is because I wanted to freaking party the day after. And everybody's trying to make fun of me because I want to do my homework. And I'm like, yo, you assholes. If I don't finish my homework now, I can't fucking party and shit. And you know what's crazy? I had a better looking girlfriend than all those people. So huh? I was like, yo, fuck you in your comments, bro. I have a beautiful girl. You guys are going to go smoke weed in a ditch. You know? <sighs>
0: Which sounds like something I would do.
1: I mean, yo, I I had moments like that, too. I'm not saying it was all great, you know? But, you know, it's all perspective life. That's why I told people, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't celebrate too much. Because everything's about perspective. It's not about losing, winning, where you are in life. It's about how you see things, you know? That's the big thing.
0: All right, two minutes. One minute and 30 seconds. Wrap it up, big tree all right everybody thank you for listening I I'm, I apologize some of our episodes I say some dumb shit i I, I sung a, a song I didn't know the fucking lyrics to really and I cut that out of the last episode by the way if you didn't know none uh, I cut a uh, found on a 15 20 seconds what? out of it's it by the
1: roses again <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah uh, it's a fantastic song and I did it an injustice so I had to take it out of there and I felt like a fool Amen brother amen brother. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to try to come to more of a, the, you know, it's the end, not just like, Oh, am I paused to disconnect on my earbuds, whatever. But thank you everyone for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, five stars all the way around. We got to climb the charts. We can't do it without you. And, uh, this has, uh, been tree Thomas. That's been fucking chowdery norm to storm and, uh, bitches we're out. We'll see you next week. Good night, America, and good luck.
1: Tomorrow the market opens. See
0: you then. 9.30, bitches. Peace. Peace, man.